episode of Prophecy Times podcast. We are at episode 12, I think, and this week's episode is called The Restrainer. I'm really excited for this week. Uh, we're going to look at a passage called uh, a passage from the second uh, letter to the church in Thessalonica. So 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 1 through to 12, I believe, we're going to tackle today. This is one of my favorite passages uh, in relation to uh, last day's doctrine. This passage is so important. It, it's so um, obvious as we get into the passage Uh, what this means, what the implications are for the timing of the rapture. This passage is one of few passages that really overtly nails down the timing of the rapture, and that is that it is before uh, the day of the Lord, before the seven-year tribulation period. So I'm excited as we dive in. We're going to do it a little bit different like we did last week as well. We're going to show you some excerpts from... Uh, a study at the Awake conference that we did recently. So sit back, grab your Bibles, open them up, and prepare your hearts for uh, the Word of God. Much love and God bless. Okay, so Second Thessalonians chapter 2, uh, I'm going to read. We're, we're looking at the portion from verses 1 through 12. Uh, So I'm reading the New King James Version, but uh, please follow along in whatever version you've got. It is on the screen also. Now, brethren, concerning the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to Him, we ask you not to be soon shaken in mind or troubled either by spirit or word or by letter, as if from us, as though the day of the Lord had come. Let no one deceive you by any means, for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first, and the man of sin is revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped, so that he sits as God in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Do you not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining, that he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may be condemned who did not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. So that's our portion of scripture and I'd love for you to keep that open because we will keep coming back to that but we're going to kind of go all over the place in God's word today so would love for you to follow with me. I'll put the, uh, the verses on the screen as we go so that you can keep track. But by way of introduction, this 
this portion of scripture was written by the Apostle Paul and, and he established the church in Thessalonica. He was in the city only a short time. People argue the length of time, but probably around a month he was in the city that he established this church in. And uh, he moved on so quickly simply because he, he was encouraged to move on by the, uh, the brethren there. And why was that? Because of the persecution. His life was in danger and the brethren uh, essentially pushed him on to a place called Berea. And a short time later, Paul, uh, having arrived in Corinth, wrote the first and second uh, letters to the church in Thessalonica. And here we have the second letter. Now, Paul's reason for writing this second letter, this is important and I think really interesting and pertinent for us today. The reason Paul wrote this second letter was because the church in Thessalonica was deceived. That word deceive, we're going to look at that a little bit today, but it means to be seduced wholly, to beguile, to cause to wander, to lead astray, to lead away from the truth. And that is exactly what had happened to the church in Thessalonica. Verse 2 says, either by spirit or by word or by letter, as if from Paul. There'd been something going on in the church that had led the Thessalonians astray. See, unfortunately, when you, when you read uh, the initial part of, of our passage, the Thessalonians believed that they had missed the rapture, which is what Paul had taught them about in person and that Paul had taught them about in his first letter. They believed that they had missed the rapture and that they had entered the day of the Lord. And that is the seven-year tribulation period. They believed this, why? Because of the great persecution that they're experiencing at that time. But also because some word or some spirit or some letter had falsely told them so. So they were experiencing persecution like they hadn't experienced before. And then comes this word or this spirit or this letter that said, guys, you, you, you're in the day of the Lord. Therefore, you've missed the rapture. But what does Paul say in verse 3? And I love this. And this is what I want us to hold on to today. Let no one deceive you by any means, is what Paul says. Let no one deceive you by any means. See, deception in the last days, and that is the days we live in now, we're, we're plagued by deception we see it all around us but the bible also teaches us and shows us that in the last days there will be much deception 2 thessalonians 2 verse 3 let no one deceive you by any means this is our portion of scripture for that day that is the tribulation period will not come unless the falling away comes first and the man of sin speaking of the antichrist is revealed the son of perdition paul says the tribulation period that is the day of the lord will not come unless two things take place first that is the falling away and the revealing of the antichrist those are two things which must take place before the seven year tribulation period now this this term falling away 
That word in the Greek is apostasia, where we get the English word apostasy. It means a defection or a rebellion to forsake, to fall away, a departure from, to be apart from. The word apostasy has been argued by some, and I don't necessarily disagree, uh, to mean a departure. That is specifically the departure of the church, meaning the rapture of the church, which truthfully fits the biblical schedule of when it needs to take place. And so I would say that is certainly a possibility. However, let's look at what we know for sure, because I think think the word apostasy uh, means something very specific. Regarding the lead up to Jesus' return, what do we know for sure? 2 Timothy 3.13 But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. That's, that's what we know for sure about the times leading up to Jesus' return. Matthew 24.10-12 And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because of lawlessness will abound. The love of many will grow cold. This is what we will see, the Bible says, in the times leading up to Christ's return. Luke 18, verse 8. When the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? Those are strong words regarding the times of the end. Now, I personally believe that the apostasy is upon us right now and that it refers to a general defection from the one true God, from the Bible, from sound doctrine and from the Christian faith generally. See, every age has its defectors. As you look across the generations, across the ages, you've always got people that have fallen away. You've always got people that don't want anything to do with God. But the falling away in the latter days that the Bible speaks of here in 2 Thessalonians 2.3 will be complete and it will be worldwide. The whole planet will be in rebellion against God and His Christ. And this won't be completely or finally manifest until that tribulation period. And we're in the build-up. But every coup, if you will, requires a leader, doesn't it? And into this global apostasy will step the Antichrist. Right now we are seeing the birth pains that are building up to that. Setting the stage for the Antichrist and the supposed, in his mind, final takeover. Little does he know. 2 Thessalonians 2, verses 7 and 9. This is our portion of Scripture. The mystery of lawlessness is already at work. The coming of the lawless one is according to the working of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish. It's important that we understand that Satan has power. Power to perform signs, power to perform lying wonders and that the revealing of the coming Antichrist will be done by the power of Satan. 
But Satan's work of lawlessness is already at work among us now. That is laying the foundations of the current and soon complete global apostasy, ultimately leading to the revealing of the Antichrist. That's where we're going. That's the work that Satan's doing in our world right now. I'm going to bring this to a close. Luke 21, 28. Now, when these things begin to happen, says Jesus, look up and lift up your heads because your redemption draws near. As we see the days of Noah returning, as we look around and see the things taking place, the demonic manifestations, the evil good, the good evil, as we see these things taking place, we are to look up. And we're seeing more and more now these things taking place on a global scale. Let's go back to our passage as we close. 2 Thessalonians 2, 5 through 8. Do not remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things. Paul says, I told you that there would be a global apostasy, a global falling away from the one true God. I told you to be on your guard so as not to be deceived. He says, don't be deceived. Paul says, I told you that the Antichrist will be revealed before the day of the Lord comes. Don't freak out. You're not in the day of the Lord now. The apostasy must happen and the Antichrist must be revealed. He goes on in verse 6 and says, And now you know what is restraining, that he, that is the Antichrist, may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. This is where it gets fun for the believer. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Now this he that it's speaking of, who might this be? Who could this possibly be? As I, as I read this portion of scripture, I like to think about, well, what's being restrained? What is being, in order to understand who the restrainer is, I like to think about, well, what, what's actually being restrained? And what we can see from this portion of scripture is, is that it could be one of three things, I think. It could be evil generally, is being restrained by this restrainer. And I think that's true. The restrainer restrains evil. The other thing it could be is it could be restraining the working and power of Satan. Somewhat. And the third thing that it could be from this portion of scripture is the restraining of the Antichrist being revealed. Because we see that in verse 8, and then the lawless one is revealed. So this restrainer, whomever this is, is, is restraining the revealing of the Antichrist, is potentially restraining Satan himself, and is certainly restraining evil generally. Who in the world can restrain any one of those things? This is where you shout it out. Bit of group participation. Holy Spirit. Absolutely. Only God can restrain those things. Only God. And how is God manifest in the world now? Through the Holy Spirit, predominantly indwelling the believer. 
convicting the world to him, of course, but indwelling the believer. The restrainer is the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer in the church. That is who the restrainer is. And the Bible says here that this Holy Spirit will be taken out of the way. Now, what do we know about believers and the Holy Spirit? Can the Holy Spirit ever be taken from us? No. Once we're born again, we can't be unborn. It doesn't happen. When we receive the Holy Spirit, it can't be taken from us. It's, it's eternal. We receive eternal life, not temporary life until something else happens. We receive eternal life. And so because we know that the Holy Spirit cannot be taken from us, how is this restrainer taken out of the way? Well, how? If we go back to 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18, we read the how, and that is the rapture of the church. That is the how the restrainer will be taken out of the way. And only after that occurs, and then in verse 8, will the lawless one be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. Things are getting weird in our world right now. Deception is inside the church. Deception is outside the church. You're hard pressed, I believe, to walk into a church and be taught solid Bible. You're certainly hard pressed to walk into a church and be taught Bible prophecy, which is kind of why we're here today. But this truth here in Thessalonians is that Christ can return for his church at any time. We are in the midst of apostasy and before this final thing comes to a head and the Antichrist is revealed, the restrainer, you and me, must be taken out of the way. There is prophetically nothing that needs to take place before the rapture. Have a read through 1 Thessalonians 4, 13, 3, 18 again and check out what Paul says about himself. They call it the five we statements of Paul. Paul puts himself in the category of those people who could possibly be alive at the time the rapture happens. Why does he do that? Because prophetically, there's nothing that has to happen, that needs to happen before Christ returns to gather his people. It's the doctrine of imminency. The rapture is imminent. It can happen at any moment. The world is increasingly becoming as the days of Noah were. But Paul says, Jesus says, don't be anxious. Put on your spiritual armor. Stand firm in these days. And he says, lift up your heads because your redemption is 